0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, folks, let me give you a question. And I think if we can really, truly get to the answer to this question, uh, then it will put us on a path to fix some things in our country that need to be fixed. Why is it that our young people hate America. Why is it that our children are growing up to hate America? Let's face it. Our students are out there on the streets rebelling against our nation. They hate America. They hate our patriotism. They hate our heritage. They hate all those things. They they've been taught this. They didn't they, they weren't born this way. Some think along their path has been introduced to them that has made them anti-American, not patriots, but rather haters of our of our nation. What is it? Is it our professors? Is it uh, the lack of observation and care and guidance by their parents? Or maybe are their parents to blame? For this, What is it? Is it something they're actually getting in the school classroom by their professors, by their teachers? Is it in the curriculum? Or is it there's something they're getting in the extracurriculum outside of the classroom? I remember my dad always saying, you know, we used to run a Bible college. um, He always used to say there's there's some things about learning for the ministry that you don't quite catch in the classroom. It's it's caught, not taught, is there something that they're catching, something being caught in the extracurricular activities going on in the school, different organizations, that's teaching them this? Are they getting it in their high school? Are they get, I mean, are they leaving high school and going into college that way, or is college where it's happening? Folks, I, honestly, I mean, I, I've got opinions But I really don't know the answer. I'm going to share some thoughts with you, some things that I've been reading and studying that I think might give us some clues, but I don't think that I can accurately, definitively put my finger on it and say, here's the person to blame. Is it the political party? Is it the media? Is it the TV programs? Is it social media? Is it TikTok? Is it uh, Twitter? Is it Facebook? Is it You know, all the other different social media platforms that are out there. Is it just peer pressure? Is it just simple rebellion out there? You know, we all have that. I I know I did, and you did, no doubt, in your childhood. You know, these notions of, you know, why is it right to do it this way? Because it's always been done that way. Why? Kids are uh, curious. We've always had rebellion in times past, with the young generation, but I don't think that they grew up to hate our country like they do today. So what is it, right? Well, let's get into some of that here in a moment. Before I do, let me just give you an update on Grace Community Church, John MacArthur's church. A little bit of drama going on there just coming up to the weekend. A federal judge stepped in, a Superior Court Judge uh, James chaflin he rejected on Friday rejected the restraining order that was put down by this by Los Angeles County saying that churches cannot have indoor worship meetings and he allowed them to go open up have your meetings no restrictions then late Saturday night the appellate court Saturday night and that was overturned the judge's opening up of the church, then was overturned so uh, what happened well John MacArthur went on ahead and had church services had his peaceful protest the statement that was made we're not meeting because we want to be rebellious we're meeting because our Lord has commanded us to come together and worship him this is the duty of the church Uh, we're not here to fight the virus you know that they complied to social distancing the church agreed to have the parishioners practice social distancing and wear facial coverings until the full hearing, which will come in September 4th. He is facing; the church is facing a thousand-dollar fine for each day that they do this. But in addition to that, sixty—sorry, six months of uh, of imprisonment for each violation. You know, so for each week he does this, uh, he could be awarded a uh, thousand-dollar fine. Well, that's that's nothing. Uh, but six months in jail for each time. So, um, this is a fight. And uh, we're, we're watching this and seeing what happens uh, uh, of this. Okay, let's get back to um, you know, why is it that our young people are hating America? Well, you probably watched it like I did. Remember Megan Kelly and the you know, when she was on Facebook, uh, not Facebook, sorry, Fox News, uh, the Kelly File back in 2014 in June, she interviewed Bill Ayers. Remember him? He was with the underground, uh, the weather underground. Uh, he admitted, you know, uh, being involved in terrorizing, uh, uh, being a, a terrorist, bombing buildings, committing other crimes in the 70s. And he got away with it, scot-free, didn't he? And because it's America, guess what happened? You know, guess what he did? He went to become a college professor. And this is what's happened is that back in the 60s and 70s, those who were rebelling in those days, those rebels, um, they learned that, you know, doing, you know, all the mayhem in the streets and stuff really did not make a change. And so they smartened up. And they smartened themselves up. And they became professors. And we're seeing a a great number of our universities, colleges, and, uh, and high schools, and so on there. People in the school boards. People that are over our curriculum. And all these things. Uh, they've moved there to start educating our youth. To indoctrinate them. I think there's great. Amounts of evidence that there are many teachers that are in our schools that are blatantly out there to teach the kids to hate America. So they are getting it in their classrooms. But there's an interesting report. This comes from this was, it was USA Today. And let me see, what's the date on this there? This is 2018, so it's a bit, bit dated. But um, Here's what this report came out with: a survey conducted last year, uh, so this would have been 2017, by the Victims of of uh, of Communism Memorial Foundation. A third of Americans, as many as 44% of millennials, would prefer to live under socialist system rather than a capitalist system. So our children are becoming more and more e- e- enamored with socialism than they would with capitalism. We we see that. I mean, that's quite quite blatant. But then, as this article goes on, you know, where are they getting this? Is this actually coming from the teachers, or is it something they're catching while they're in college? Well, author Lenore Sknasi, Uh her book is Free Range Kids. She argued that uh, that it's actually stuff that they're getting outside of the classroom rather than inside. And there's some other bits of evidence here. In this uh, uh, article, the growing radicalism on campuses seems to originate instead uh, in the broad category of the student life that takes place outside of the classroom. A 2014 study, for instance, found that students who spent a great number of hours on extracurricular activities on campuses, as opposed to classroom studies, were more likely to see their politics move towards one extreme or the other, in most cases towards the far left. Cal Dobson, assistant professor of sociology at the University of California, um, uh, uh, found uh, that time spent in academic pursuits has a moderating influence on students political views students who are occupied with classroom studies are less likely to engage in disruptive or liberal activities on campus so basically what you know what this article is pretty much pushing out is that those who are more interested involved in their classroom studies they're not really the ones getting indoctrinated it's those who are doing less time in their classroom studies but more involved in curricular activities. They're getting involved in other organizations on campus, and that's what's uh, indoctrinating them. Um, Heritage Foundation in 2014 came out with a report that uh, fewer than three hours per day is actually spent on related classroom activities. And so most of their day is occupied in other things, other uh, education thing. So, yes, we've got radicals out there like Bill Ayers and and many 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 others who are definitely trying to bend students into their radical thinking, and certainly they're being more and more enamored um, uh, with socialism and anti-American sentiments. But they're more getting it. They're getting it more from what brief reading I've done on the subject from extracurricular activities outside of the classrooms. So how do we counter this? How do we counter this? There are many Christian organizations that are trying to get involved in in campus activities, and I believe there's a great need for us to grow our influence and efforts, not only in the classroom, but on extracurricular activities and clubs and organizations and debate and discussion with students in other activities now is there going to be opposition absolutely there's good ways and right ways to do it i'm familiar with um um, uh, some ministries who do it one ministry that i'm very close to has uh, a lot of it uh, they deal a lot for israel and um in support of israel and they deal with foreign students that come over from israel and bring them to christ and and and, but they meet them through extracurricular activities that they do on the public school, public college campuses. And I believe we need to be more active in that area. Parents also need to be more active and involved in contact with their kids um, and seeing where their mind is being bent and changed, what what groups they're getting involved in. And, uh, and we need to... Uh, protect that and have discussions with our kids on this. Now, I think I shared this in the past. You know, of course, our children are now grown up and married and and so on there. But uh, our son, it looked like he was going to be going into maybe uh, studying engineering or math degrees and and so on there. looked like he might go to a public uh, university. So I wanted to know, can he stand alone in an environment like that? So I sent him to public school. He'd been homeschooled for, you know, uh, many, many years of his life. But we sent him to a public school and because uh, I want to know, can he stand alone while he's underneath my roof <laughs> uh, uh, Then when he's gone out of my, you know, care uh, and stand alone and hoping he does? Well, you know, it was a good move for us, and it was a good preparation for him, and a lot of good discussions at home as we discussed, you know, the things that he was observing and being challenged with while he was in school. Parents, they're our kids. We've got to protect them, and our future is in their hands, and we have to instill into them good Christian foundations. But we can't be helicopter parents and and, and, uh, and keep them in the bubble. We've got to expose them, but discuss and share and and guide them in these things. Well, that's it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.